0: What a great way to start a podcast. Hey, up! <laughs> Welcome back. I hope. I don't know about the reality of having other people's voices on my podcast. I don't know. I'm not super, super worried, but sorry if you hear anybody. I will put some background music that I know it doesn't always cover. So welcome back <laughs> I have made so many podcasts today probably like I'm gonna say five one of them was like two but whoop, I've never heard that noise from a Walmart before you know what's amazing when I'm on here and I'm walking with you guys it almost feels like I'm traveling the world right now like I'm in some foreign country and shooting a YouTube video and like hey look at where I am I'm somewhere cool but I think by being able to talk about beautiful cotton candy it looks like cotton candy for real right now because there's only a couple clouds to even be able to talk about the cotton candy sky, like, I never knew. I never knew I could add this little spin on life. I didn't think it existed. Me and sure, you can live in the present, and I think that is the most amazing, rewarding thing. but sometimes I think it takes getting a little bit out of your cocoon. I'm totally sticking with that, you guys. (laughs) Oh my God, I have so many hiccups right now. (laughs) I usually have one. If I have more than one, then I get worried. (laughs) But I did just eat. I had McDonald's, honestly, come on, let's be real. It's food on the go and my throat has been like, Hello, welcome back folks, right? Like, I don't think I've talked this much in a long time. Not since school. Oh, we can talk about school. (laughs) School, yeah. It's a controversial topic. Some people love school, some people hate school. Some people believe their kids should go to school, some say they don't, for each their own. Follow your heart, but I mean, if some of you listeners are out there are going to high school, don't get me in trouble. <laughs> okay, let's make that deal. We, you can do whatever you want. I can't choose. I can't control. Just don't blame me. <laughs> Such a really bad joke, but you know. You can either think about something and laugh, or you could sit there and think of all the negative, all the negative contradictions. You know what? There is no true negativity. Another thing that I learned, it's been really helpful actually. So. everything that happens in your life just like for me the tarot. I'm an intuitive reader. If you tried to get me to read the tarot cards traditionally honey, I would not even know where the heck to start. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I do it intuitively and so one thing if you know anything about tarot, is each readers are different because we it means different things to us we perceive it in different ways i can't remember where i was going with this but you know what one of my biggest lessons go with the flow and you'll never slow your (laughs) roll you'll never just be like If I just roll with the punches, see, another awesome word. Everyone views things differently. That's okay. 100% okay. Because at the end of the day, you got you. And you got me too. And everybody else. No, may not seem like it. I may not be there with you physically, but I'm there with you energetically. If you're sitting here, or standing, you're listening to me right now. You're with me. Like I said, these are timeless. When you hear it, that's your present moment. So I'm recording it, I'm in my present moment. And as you listen, sure it may be not when I'm having my present moment recording this, but if you need a little extra comfort, just, just know the time is fluid. <laughs> time is, time is a crazy concept. Especially if you think about the present moment and what I touched on before. Have you ever had those moments where you're late for something and a whole minute feels like an hour, or when you're impatient and you're like, come on, and you go. I guess it's the same concept, but a minute can feel like an hour, or when you're having fun, an hour can feel like a minute. So at the end of the day, do you choose I don't know. I was going to say, do you choose to believe in time? But at the same time, I can't tell you what to believe in. I can't tell you what to choose. I can't tell you that you can make other people choose, that they need to choose. There's a little bunny. Hi, little bunny. Little bunny. She's probably got her baby somewhere around. Now, for me, I used to be always early. I still am. Well, sometimes. Like I go to an art drop in. No matter how late I try to leave, I'm always there an hour and a half before it starts. So I'm outside waiting for it. (laughs) That's okay. But for me, I guess because I know that I choose to believe. The time is basically liquid. (laughs) You know, it can, it's a concept, it's an idea the way that all of us have subconsciously agreed to. I definitely believe that. But deep down, even if we don't see it on the surface, we all, as a group, as a whole world, have agreed to certain things, like money. Imagine a world without money, can you? I know I can. I can do that because I choose to know and to believe that money is 3D. Now, I'm not telling you to go out there and waste it all or spend it lavishly, but unless if you have the means to, of course, but I believe... well. Before I started my enlightenment journey, I used to say, I wish we could go back to the time when it was trading and bartering. And as that concept fiddled around in my mind, I came to realize why. Back in the days when we were trading and bartering, we would need to rely on each other. People would travel miles and miles I don't know if it's good, accurate (laughs) trading, but five chickens for a horse or maybe... I don't know, right? (laughs) But it doesn't matter about what you're trading. It doesn't matter about anything like that. For me, the key fundamental is back then, we used to travel miles because we needed each other. Today. I see people all around me. Well, it's getting late, um, where I am. It's about like 8.30, so there's not that many people. But if you think about it, money is an isolation. There's a dividing between the rich, the poor, the middle class. So the middle class becomes more the poor with the world But, from my understanding, which I understood before my ascension and before learning all the glorious things I have, I saw it like this. In the animal kingdom, you hear the word, uh, what is it? We're basically the strongest, the strongest survive. There it is, right there. I still, uh, I still believe that deep down at a societal level, we are still the strongest survive. When money came around in my mind, honey, I don't know my full history here, but okay in my mind I feel like money was created to divide us subconsciously though you know I don't think people just went around and like hey let's create money so nobody talks to each other and everyone has to fight for it I think it was subconscious our subconscious human desires um, hold on. Sorry. Our subconscious human desires to want to be independent. Now, independent, that is a big word you hear a lot today. Either my child needs to become independent, I don't want them living at my house forever. Or I want to feel independent, not rely on anybody. And that's where money was created from, in my mind, my belief. Like I said, we used to travel miles. Well, maybe not miles, I don't know. I don't know what system metric, or I don't even know what system I'm using for math. (laughs) But let's just say, we used to travel very, very long distances because we relied on that. We relied on other people to have that to know. Sorry, I'm just getting a ringing in my ear. Sorry. What I was talking about is how we've fully we've transformed ourselves. Whether we know it as a species or not. We, we like to find, we like to find the problems outwards. It's tough to admit it. I do it too. You know, like I said, I, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand what the victim mentality fully meant. Doesn't mean that, oh, this happened to me, this happened to me, la di da da like some people put it. We don't, we don't understand how much love we can give to ourselves. To the point where labels, the word victim mentality, the word savior. The one, if you look outwards, all you're gonna find is all the parts of yourself that maybe, maybe you don't see. You know? For me when I look at it, others, it's a little game I play with myself, and it really helps me grow. It can help me see the parts of myself that maybe I don't want to admit I have, you know, subconsciously, the things I lock away deep inside, for I know if I bring them up, I would rather. I would rather not be the person I am and know that I do have some things that from learning from the world that I pick just like so for me I'm sorry we're gonna go back to a little bit more uplifting um so June 21st I have my new driver's test if you're not from Canada, you have to do L, then N, and have it for two years. So, I have my N test coming up. And I know how to drive. I really know how to drive. It comes naturally. But my biggest scare about that test its my bad habits. My bad habits that I know I have because I've gotten too confident. In my driving skills, I've become too independent in a sense. There's that word again. Almost as if, hey, I'm a real good driver. I'm going to pass that test of flying colors. But I know myself, I may be a really good driver, but I still need to learn. I still need to learn you are constantly and constantly learning <laughs> like i said the barrel every time you get brought out of that deep dark hole by that beautiful gem that you learn you're out for a bit maybe you're not ready to jump back in another barrel but it happens because you're constantly learning i'm learning And the best lesson, the best goal to have for me was learning to love myself. I never, I kind of went my whole life not realizing the way I actually felt about my self-image until recently. The last kind of barrel hit me and all of a sudden I started looking at myself in the mirror, on the bus, and any reflection. And I'd look at myself and I'd be like, Is that really me? Is this who I am presenting to the world? I am a lovely soul, but is this body a good reflection of my soul? Then it had me thinking back to what I said other people show you the reflection of the part of yourself you're maybe not ready to see. Even today, I'm still struggling with it. I've seen people look at others, judge them on their looks, judge them on the way they carry themselves. Sorry, I'm getting allergies, guys. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh my God, so many mosquitoes no, we'll get get me inside. Sorry, I <laughs> have a little mosquito moment. Oh, I'm so itchy now, when the thought of mosquitoes makes me itchy. <laughs> um, but it helped me realize that what you truly feel inside, you may not always see it until you look outwards. By understanding from all my other hurdles I've thought through, I knew what to look for. And when you start understanding that everything surrounding you, some way, some way, ties back to you and how you feel about yourself, and when you start noticing the small things, it's a snowball. Hi, Bella. I'm home. I can chit-chat all down now. Come here, baby. Hi, I missed you. I missed you so much. Oh, good girl. Bella went to the vet today. And I can even say, from my own experiences with Bella, being a mother to Bella, so, basically, because she's under a year, the guidelines is to always keep food out until they're a year. Well, I've been doing that, <laughs> and she started to look a little chubby. but well, she's a female too, so when she got spayed, oh, first. did you get it all over? I'm moving, so got her fleas done, her flea shot done, um, she's an indoor cat, but even with that, you know, like, because I felt bad, she was getting, she's not chubby, she's perfect weight, she's fully done growing, so she's gonna have to go on a kitten diet, (laughs) it's okay though, I know, she's, she's spoiled, um, to maintain that cute little figure. The fluffy figure. <laughs> fluffy and healthy. Um but by seeing how I felt bad, I was starting to feel bad and worried and I found out an interesting fact about cats and hairballs that comes out the other end. It does not get stuck. <laughs> Cause I was like for a time I was worried that you know she was getting chubby because she had a hairball stuck in her butt. Hey <laughs> I mean, in her tummy, not in her butt. <laughs> but my friend's like, yeah, one day you'll see it come out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy, I have a weak stomach. But back to what I was saying is by that fear of worrying that I wasn't doing a good job. Hey, that probably tastes gross. Hello, hello. Sure. Um, hold on. I just have to something. Because Google is great. Um, Google. Hold on, let me just finish this and then Google it. Um, because of my fear that I wasn't doing a good job, I noticed at other places. I noticed a reflection of mothers with their children on the bus their children's not behaving, Children, their children not behaving, driving them nuts, and people judging them for not being a good mother. So I went out of my way to tell quite a few moms to do an amazing job. So if you guys see a single mom, or any mom, or even a dad out there, their kids just having, you know, one of those meltdowns, go up to them. You don't even have to go up to them. You know what? Just say, hey, you're doing a good job. Because as I've, I've talked to my friends about it, they're like, yeah, you know what? Sometimes you're just like, you don't know what to do, and by someone telling you, hey, you're doing a good job, makes it feel the world better. That's all. Oh, wait. No, that's not all. Because the moral of what I was trying to say. No, I did say it. I did say it. I just. I'm being distracted by this little cuteness. It's going, cutie ball. Come here. Come on. Okay, guys. Signing off. I love you. XOXO. Good night. Yes.